And to Jesus be the glory. And I mean to Jesus be the glory. And today, a very, very important teaching again on how to succeed in life and how to choose the right people around you so you can be victorious as a Christian and successful as a person. Very important to understand what the Bible has to say about the right people around us. And who are they? So we're going to talk about that and show you scriptures about this. I hope you have your pen in hand, your notes in hand, because you would want to write some of this down. Let's pray. Wonderful Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you're about to show us. To you belongs the glory, honor, and majesty. And God's wonderful people said, Amen. And thank you for being my family. Now, Yesterday, I talked about the wrong people, how to avoid the wrong people from around you. Today, I want to talk about the right people. How do you find them? How do you find the right people that God can use to bless your life? So let's go to Proverbs 20, Proverbs 20 and verse 18. Very important verse to begin with. It says, every purpose is established by counsel. And with good advice, with good advice, make war. So we need good people around us that will help us to establish what God wants us to establish in our life. So it says every purpose is established by counsel and good advice. So let's also look at Proverbs 24, verse 6. Now this is just kind of the beginning and then I'm going to give you a list of what to look for, what to look for in the right people. So uh, 24.6, this is all in Proverbs today. It says, by wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war. And in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. There's so much in the Bible about having the right people who can give you the right advice. And you know, there's a lot of questions on, well, how do I find them? Well. I'm going to show you from the Bible how to find them. But look now at Proverbs 13, verse 20. Again, this is all, you know, just to lay a foundation. It says, he that walks with wise men shall be wise. This is Proverbs 13, 20. He that walks with wise men will be wise. So, you know, you and I cannot really make right decisions till we find right people. And right people help us. God speaks through people so many times. You know, a lot of people wait. Well, you know, I'm asking God to speak to me. Some fellow a few days ago, <laughs> we were talking to a guy, and he was about to make a decision. He said, well, I'm fasting and praying. He said, I want God to talk to me. He didn't realize that God often uses people to talk to us and confirms it with people. Even when the Lord speaks to us in our own hearts, he'll send people to verify it. So simple. In Proverbs 10, 21, it says, The lips of the righteous, the lips of the righteous feed many. In other words, God speaks to them to feed your life. The lips of the righteous feed many. How important that we have righteous people around us that God can use to speak to us. Somebody today really needs this. Somebody really needs this because you've been wondering, what do I do, you know? How do I, how do I go on? It says, the lips of the wise disperse knowledge. That's Proverbs 15, 7. I'm praying you're writing all this down because all these are so important to know. 
Proverbs 15, 7. And today I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures from Proverbs because there's so much in this amazing book. So the lips of the wise disperse knowledge. So when we have uh, wise people around us, <clears throat> they are giving us continually good counsel, good information. They're never, never lacking. And, and when you keep them around, the Bible says actually they, they bring health to your life. Do you know that good people can actually cause you to be healthy? Did you know that? That when you have good people who are always speaking positively in your life can actually help you become healthy in your life? Look what it says in Proverbs 12, verse 18 about this. It says, there is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword. In other words, the wrong somebody who's always speaking, he's always cutting you down. But the tongue of the wise is health. Isn't that amazing? The tongue of the wise promotes, the Hebrew says, promotes health. So many good things in the Bible about the right people. They bring health to your soul. They bring health to your life, health to your situation. They don't cut you down. They build you up. And I know you're asking, okay, you know, please tell us how to find them. I'm getting there. I'm really getting there. But I've got to give you some of these scriptures first. So, now, good people sometimes will, will, will say things in correction lovingly that come like wounds. But the Bible says something beautiful about that. Proverbs 27, 6, it says, Faithful, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Isn't that powerful? So sometimes the right people may, may, you know, sometimes we get offended when somebody lovingly corrects us or lovingly, you know, gives us the right advice. I remember Jim Ponto coming to me years ago, that wonderful man of God that God sent my way. And one day he rebuked me for saying something from the platform I shouldn't have said. And boy, I remember that day, I really wasn't happy with him at all because I was hurt, I was wounded. But I learned later, faithful are the wounds of a friend. He drove all the way from his home to my office, Rexdale in Toronto by the airport. That's like 45 minutes. He drove all the way just to talk to me. And when he was done, I was hurt. But boy, that was the best, that, that was the best hurt I ever <laughs> had because that hurt, I still remember, you know, I still remember how he corrected me and said, you can't do this. And he rebuked me. But the rebuke of a friend, there's healing in it. There's correction in it. Because they're building you up. They're not tearing you down. People who tear you down never come in love. They come with a, with a, with a mean spirit. You know, they come with the wrong heart. But people who come with a loving spirit, you listen to them. Because God will, will do something through them that's so precious. Now, let's look, let's look at, at verse 9. Same, same chapter. Proverbs 27, it says, ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So does the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Isn't that great? Like ointment and perfume that, that you know, make you rejoice. The sweetness of a man's friend also makes you rejoice by hearty counsel or counsel of the soul. Hearty counsel. And sometimes... That that hearty counsel may, may, may be a little 
maybe a little hurtful sometimes, like Jim Pointer, God bless him, okay? But you see, we need friends like that. We need, because it says thine own friend in verse 10 of that same chapter. It says thine own friend, don't forsake him. Don't forsake a good friend that's someone who speaks life to you. Someone who may correct you, but correct you lovingly, because we need them. And then verse 17, I love, and this is all in Proverbs 27. It says, iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Wow. A man sharpens the countenance of his friend, so they make you look better. That's what it means, you know, they sharpen your countenance. They make you look better. They make you live better. All right, now, so you've been waiting. How do you find them? How do you find the right people? Well, let me give you the first one, okay? The first one is found in Proverbs 10, verse 12. This is really, really an eye-opener. Because when you see these things in people, don't get near them. So when you see the right things or the opposite, you, you, come, you come close. So number one, number one, never have anyone around you, never have anyone around you that has hate in his heart towards others. Oh, they are poison. Meaning that the right people are one, people who love, not hate. Hate, you know, lowers people to that level. You know, people who hate become uh, very bitter in life and very confused and they, they, they get into a, a depressed spirit and so on. So it says, it says in verse 12, uh, Proverbs 10, 12. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. Wow. So, number one, never have anyone around you that's full of hate towards people, that can't forgive, that cannot love somebody because they did them wrong. So, number one, surround yourself with people who know how to love. Because it says love covers, love covers. Oh, I, t- I, I can tell you so much about that amazing man of God, God said. And I've had others like him come in- into my life. But Jim Pointer was that, that friend right there. I'm talking about Jim right here. And others like him. Number two. Number two is very, very important. Never have anyone around you who's lazy. Make sure that that person is a man of character, a man who works. He's not someone who's lazy. He's someone who's always active, always producing, always succeeding, always thriving, you know? So it says in verse 26 of Proverbs 10, as vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is a lazy man, or a sluggard here it says, to them that send him. Wow. So someone who's lazy will put will put vinegar in your teeth and smoke in your eyes so you can't eat and you can't see if they're there. So be careful. Have no one around you who's lazy. Have people who are productive. So number one, loving people. Two, productive people will build you up, will help you succeed, will, will even help you to be healthy. I'll just show, you know, show that to you earlier. The right friends, you know, the right people. Number three, number three is found in Proverbs 16. Oh, you'll like this one. Proverbs 16 and verse 28. You know, you know what it says. Maybe some of you already know it. 
But in this verse, and boy, I've seen that in my life, I tell you what. A froward man soweth strife, and a whisperer, a gossiper, separates chief friends. Never have someone around you who likes to gossip. So, number one, loving people. One who loves people. Number two, productive people. And number three, people who don't gossip. Don't have anybody around you who gossips because the Bible says in verse 28 of Proverbs 16 that a whisperer, a gossiper, will separate good friends. They bring separation in your life from people you need. All right. I'm giving you 10 things to look for. 10. So number one, make sure they're loving people. Two, productive people. Number three, no gossipers. No gossipers. And number four, same chapter 16 and verse 29. It says this, a violent man enticeth his neighbor and leads him into the way that's not good. A violent man will always entice his friends and always leads these people to no good. So make sure you have people of peace around you, not violent people, not people of war, people of peace. People of peace will, will enhance your life. So I hope you're writing all this down. You surround yourself with loving people, productive people, not gossipers, and not someone who's always angry about something. People of peace, okay? Number five. Number five is also very important. Surround yourself with people who are not given to what? Alcohol. You know that drunkards can actually hurt your future in God? It says in Proverbs 20 verse 1, wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. So when you, when you surround yourself with people who loves to drink alcohol, bad news, bad news. Because, you know, they, they lose their ability to communicate. They, they don't know what they're saying, you know. And after they, they, they're drunk, they, they don't even remember what they said. So be careful. Don't have anyone around you that hates. Make sure they're loving people. Make sure they're productive people. Make sure they're not gossipers. Make sure they're not violent. And make sure they're not alcoholics. And the Bible, isn't, you know, isn't the Bible amazing to you? The Bible gives us all these amazing golden uh, you know, counsel and, and advice. All right, that's, that's number five. Number six, number six is Proverbs 22. Proverbs 22. And Proverbs 22, verse 24. Very good one, too. It's about the same as, as you know, people who are all, always violent, but, but there's a little difference here. So in verse 24, it says, Make no, no friendship with an angry man. Make no friendship with an angry man. You know, people who are violent, don't get near them, like it says there in, uh, in Proverbs 16. But anger is people who just can't seem to find peace. They just cannot seem to find peace in their own hearts. So people of peace, people of tranquility, are people that will bless your life and help your life. And then 
Proverbs, and this is number six. Number, number seven is Proverbs 25, 19. Because in Proverbs 25, 19, it says, make sure you surround yourself with faithful people, faithful people. It says, confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. So make sure you surround yourself with faithful people. I'm, I'm giving you 10 glorious things to look at on finding the right people. And here, here they are, faithful people. And then look at, at number eight. Number eight if, is Proverbs 27, 14. 27, 14. Very good one. It says, he that blesseth his friend, this is verse 14, with a loud voice, rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him. Proverbs 27, 14. One who praises you to gain from you. One who's always trying to use you. And sometimes they'll tell you how good you are, how marvelous you are, so they can gain something from you. Don't have them around you. So people who love, productive, not gossipers, not violent, not alcoholics, not given to anger, faithful people. And now make sure they don't use you. Number eight, don't use you. People who pour into you, not people who take away from you. Now let's look at number nine. Number nine is Proverbs 28, verse, verse 25. A very, very important one too. Because here's what it says. It says, He that is of a proud heart stirs up strife. But he that puts his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. So, uh, humble people. We need humble people around us, not arrogant, proud people. Because it says, he that is of a proud heart stirs up strife. But someone who's humble it's, is, is putting their trust in the Lord. And we can trust people like that. And number 10 is Proverbs 29, 24. 29, 24. Wow. Let's read that. It says, Whoso is partner with a thief hates his own soul. Wow. He hears cursing and bereath not. The word bereath, by the way, here means to oppose, to stand against. So, whoever is a partner with a thief hates his own soul. So, never, never have anyone around you who's a thief, who's a taker. Always have givers around you. So, this is really quite simple, isn't it? To, to succeed, I must have people around me who love, who are productive, who don't gossip, who are not violent, who are not alcoholics, who are not given to anger, who are faithful people, who will not gain from me, but pour into me, uh, people who are not proud, but humble, and finally, people who are not takers, but givers. It's quite simple. I, I hope you wrote all this down. Now, now I want to talk to you about something really important 
before I, I pray. Because to, to, to succeed, to succeed, we have to be active. It says, he that tilleth his land, this is Proverbs 28, 19. The Lord gave me that years ago when I had the, the crusades. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread. Because in those days I said, Lord, you know, what do I do to fill those stadiums? And the Lord gave me that verse. Powerful. He that tills his land will have plenty of bread, meaning you gotta, you've got to work hard. <laughs> you can't just you know, hope it's going to happen by itself. He that tills his land shall have plenty of bread. And the, and the Lord gave me amazing ideas back then on how to work with buses, with partners, how to promote, and that's how to get the word out. So uh, dear Melanie used to tell me, she said, you know, Jesus said, put your light on a on a on a on a candlestick so people can see it you know don't don't hide it how true so work is so important because if we don't work well it's not going to happen so he that tills his land will have plenty of bread but he that follows after vain persons will have poverty so work is so important and today a lot of people just don't want to work they they count time rather than make time People who count time are no good. But people who make time, who make time count, they're different people. They're productive people. So uh, work gives us more than living. It gives us life. Work gives us much more than living. It gives us life. Uh, the Bible says in, in all your labor there's profit. Proverbs uh, 14, 24. And uh, Thomas Edison Oh, by the way, let me just redo this. Uh, this is really good. Uh, Thomas Edison once asked, uh, once was asked by a reporter, how you know how does it feel to have failed ten thousand times? And Thomas Edison said, "Young man, I've not failed ten thousand times. I have successfully found ten thousand ways that will not work." I love it. He said, how does it feel to fail 10,000 times? Young man, I've not failed 10,000 times. I have successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work. So you always have to work because quitters never win and winners never quit. Hallelujah. And the same man, Thomas Edison, one day said, he said, you win by 2% inspiration and 98% perspiration. I must say it again, you win by 2% inspiration and 98% perspiration. I love what Abraham Lincoln said. He said, wounds equip you for leadership. Wow. Wounds equip you for leadership. Because work, that's tough. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. It's going to hurt. So there's no such thing as a lazy person. No, really. There's no such thing as a, as a lazy person. Just someone who's uninspired. There's no such thing as a lazy person, just one who is uninspired, because inspired people are not lazy. A French artist named Renoir was asked, why do you keep painting with arthritis? And he, he had arthritis in his body. And somebody says, why do you keep painting with arthritis? He said, the pain will pass, but the beauty will remain. How beautiful, huh? So... We have to understand that the Bible says work. And work, there's so much about work in the Bible that we are 
given such amazing counsel. And I'm, I'm done with this. But let me give you this beautiful portion in Proverbs 27, beginning at verse 23 through 27. When I was pastor, the Lord gave me this. If I'm talking to a pastor, someone, listen carefully. It says, be thou diligent, Proverbs 27, 23. Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks. Look well to thy herds. To, to thy herds. Because, see, what happens is when you feed the sheep, they'll clothe you. And that's something I found being a, being a pastor, that I, I worked so hard at teaching the Bible. And I, didn't, I did not even go to Bible school. How oh, I wished I did at times, I think. But anyways, but I, I worked so hard, but it paid off because those people, by the thousands, came on Sunday. They would line up at 5 a.m. to hear the word of God. And these, these sheep clothed me. So look well to know the state of your flock. For riches are not forever, and doth the crown endure to every generation? The hay appears, and the tender grass showeth itself, and herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for your clothing. The goats are the price of the field. Wow. And then verse 27, And thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food, for the food of your household, for the maintenance of thy maidens. So the key, finally, is hard work. So I showed you how to not have the wrong people yesterday, today, how to have the right people, and in, in addition, work. All right, we've had a wonderful time since Monday. I want to pray with you right now that the Lord will really cause you to succeed, cause you to fly high, cause you to reach the mountaintop. So let's pray. You, reach, you just stretch your hands towards me. I'm stretching my hands and my faith towards you. Lord, I believe. You said, if two will agree, you'll do it. That they will succeed in life. Not only be victorious in their walk with you, not only be victorious as believers in you, your own people, your family, but also successful in life, in everything they do, that everything they touch will be blessed. Everywhere they go will will be blessed and they'll prosper in all they do. In Jesus' holy and glorious name we pray and we agree. Amen. I pray the Lord will give you great ideas, great ideas, because that's what he does. The Bible also tells us we must give to his work because giving triggers the harvest. Seed produces, there's life in that seed, there's power in that seed. When you sow that seed, that life is released out of it. That power is released out of it. And God Almighty gives us the harvest only when we sow seed in the natural and in the spirit. So when we sow seed in the spirit, and we give our offerings to the Lord, there's power in that to release the blessings of God financially. No different than sowing seed in a farm somewhere. Okay. So let's not eat our seed, let's sow our seed. Because if we eat our seed, we'll have no future. If we sow our seed, it goes into our future and brings back the harvest with a lot more seed in the harvest. A lot more seed. God gives seed to the sower. You have to sow, you get the harvest, and a lot more seed to sow again. 
So Lord, bless them financially, increase them in the name of Jesus. Meet every need. Meet financial need also in their life. In Jesus' name, answer every prayer. Amen. And if you have a prayer request, you send it to me, Pastor Benny at bennyhin.org. Do it today. Tomorrow, a very special presentation. I was with Joni Lamb a few days ago, and she had a program called Table Talk with a group of ladies that was really anointed, and I want you to see it. So you'll be really blessed tomorrow. Make sure to be watching. And share all this with your friends, will you? Much love. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.